Welcome back to Elmi Speaks. I'm your host, Elmi Dahir, and on today's episode, we ignite our creativity. In the studio, we have Broderick, and he goes by Broderick Hero. Yes, thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. Yeah. So, tell us about Broderick Hero. How did it start? Where, where did it start? And why did you start? Well, uh, I started out of uh, a conviction because I was doing so many other things before. I was in the construction industry, doing quite a lot of art and design also, for buildings. But uh, I really just realized I'm a film person, and that is why I started doing a lot of film. I've always written always composed a lot of music. So I think this is a real lot of conviction. This is where I need to be. Yeah. So what kind of content do you create? Well, I make music for, for, for other people. I mostly compose and write and then find artists to perform. I also do the music video after and quite a lot of documentary work. Oh good, so what genre of music do you compose? I'm more of a classics person and I uh, have quite a lot of sampling going on. Yeah. So I think um, I'm, I'm more of that person who likes the traditional kind of music with the instruments and all that. But isn't that the best quality when it's authentic, it's real and it's from the heart? That is, that is the whole point music it's from the heart from what I used to listen to when I was a kid from my parents who well, used to listen to country music and the likes of uh, Lauren Hill you know yeah but Lauren Hill is hip hop now yeah but you see they were the young generation then but, yeah. so they used to listen to everything she's other gold they used to listen to everything but like uh, let's go back to Lauren Hill is it called the miseducation of Lauren Hill her album, it was the best, well, the best, best, yeah. best album best. of the year when it was produced. Yeah. And I totally enjoyed it. I like, I'm a big hip hop fan. What you guys, um, my audience don't know, Broderick is the person who got me into Linkin Park back in the day. Um, and ever since my music taste has changed a bit, um, I don't know if you know, like I enjoy J. Cole and Joyner Lucas um, and Kendrick Lamar, you know, like people who are storytellers like myself, I can talk for 10 people and that's why I even have a podcast. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's a good thing because uh, I also have, you see, everyone has a story and if you take the time to listen and realize that, well, yours is not so different also, everyone has had their challenges in the world. So, when someone comes and uh, is confident enough to tell their story, then surely uh, you have a long way to go. You always have a long way to go. Yeah, come so far, but still very, very big future ahead. Future. Yeah. Talking of future, where do you see yourself in five years? Wow. I think five years to come, I will be one as scholar in uh, in film. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just to get that extra knowledge mm -hmm. it always puts your head 
I also think um, that I've done a lot of work with uh, the artists around Kenya and you know, internationally before to get there. I have said this in previous episodes and I'm going to repeat it again. Elmi Speaks is a channel or a platform that supports local talent. I believe as Kenyans we celebrate other people and other nationalities more than we celebrate our own. And we need to do other initiatives like in sports, you know, the Justice Study yeah, initiative. Yeah, yeah. And now we should do something in the music industry, something like that. Yeah, we should. And I think uh, with uh, the direction we're taking now, I believe in the next few years we should be really big in the music scene. So I think for sure, if we invest more in ourselves, we're actually, you know, doing it for ourselves. Yeah. Um, so, what do you think about the dominance of certain artists within the realm of music and film? It's recurring artists, isn't that what it is? There's four or five big names and that's all that ever remains. Well, I think when you're big, you're big and you can only try to get bigger. So, well, I'm happy for them and all, but there's also so much they could do. And I believe that is uh, what part of the things we'll be focusing on in the next few years, is to work with uh, the local talent and, you know, taking forward. Then, of course, to international as they help. Yeah, but going international should I feel like, in my opinion, going international should never be a priority. Rather, it should be people in the villages that are listening to your music. To be that widespread, that your name is disseminated that far. Like Coca-Cola, for example, is a synonymous brand from every corner of the world. You will find a bottle of Coke if you want. And, and you see... I am not disagreeing as such, but of course by the time you're getting to be international, you'd have made quite the name for yourself locally. So as much as uh, you'd have had a hold of the villages, then surely (laughs) international is the next thing to do. Okay. So any advice for young creatives who are trying to break into the industry? Well, I believe uh, for everyone who's sincere in the line of work that they are in today, then all other things that are going to come are just challenges because challenges are not there to make you weak, they should only make you strong. So really, really, to encourage everyone to be convinced of what they want to do and so they equally be very, very successful because there's nothing that is going to get them And that's what I think we should be moving towards in Kenya is we should not be limited by the ability of wealth, class and other things. For example, YouTube in other countries it works. It really does. It really does. And uh, you see, part of the, the demographic of the people who 
able to access YouTube has really, really grown in the past uh, few years. That is, uh, you know, speaking about Kenya. And uh, you see, the advantage that the West has always had is that people are really online all the time, every other corner you find. Someone on their phone. Yeah, on their phone. So I think because that number is growing in Kenya and Africa at large, then we sure do hope that more will be able to access and launch our content on platforms such as YouTube. It's weird you say that because if I think back five years ago, I was never convinced to watch content on YouTube. All I used to do on YouTube was watch music videos. And now I watch people like Casey Neistat, Mango Street, Yes Theory, you know, so much content that is uploaded and it's such good quality content. You can learn anything on YouTube. Like when I was graduating my university, I credited YouTube for teaching me things that I missed in class. So it is the advantage of using technology in your favor. Yes. Yeah. It sure does uh, bring a lot of uh, attention to, to content that is well produced and uh, made available. So really, YouTube and uh, you see everything else, including things, other pages like Facebook pages, Instagram, Twitter, all these things are here for you to get your content available. See, you need, you need to, to make it available like it's, it's milk, you know? Yeah. You have milk at every corner, you have every shop with bread. And that is what you should really focus on on how to get your content out there. That's the other trick in this, market, in this industry is to get your content available. To the audience. Definitely. So it's. Use everything. Exactly. Use all your resources. Those are some wise words from Broderick. And thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. And I'll see you next week on Elmi Speaks.